Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. How was your weekend? I hope it was good. Mine was a little uh, a bipolar, I guess, if you're a sports fan. <clears throat> uh, for instance, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, playing the Denver Broncos, a mediocre to poor team. And, and mediocre to poor teams always play up for their competition if they want to be a giant killer. It's a little early in the season to be a giant killer. But they came, they saw, and they beat the Chiefs. And I think somebody sneaked some psychedelic mushroom water into the Gatorade of the Chiefs because it wasn't just one player. It was everybody. Complete and utter meltdown of, uh, of the team. Just, just a really bad performance. Which is good because they got three really good games coming up here. Three really good teams coming up here. So better to have your... Uh, your butt kicked uh, right now than uh, than later in the season, but I mean seriously, what the heck? <clears throat> it was uh, it was a mess, and I say this because I live in uh, the heart of America, uh, the Kansas side of Kansas City, and then on the other side of the spectrum, there's a KU, which always has a terrible football team, uh, beating. Oklahoma, 7-0, Oklahoma, and they went to uh, KU for their homecoming, and they got keel-hauled. It was, a, it was a crazy game, and KU, the University of Kansas, I mean, like the red-headed stepchild of college football programs. <laughs> they got a new coach, and, uh, and what the heck, and now we got to Kansas uh, playing good football. It was a weird, it was a weird and, uh, and wild weekend. Um, a lot of things happened. He went from zero to winter. Where I live, it was 91 degrees, I think, last Thursday. Today, I wake up, it's below freezing. Uh, it snowed yesterday. Where I live, it snowed, okay? I'm sorry, in, in, uh, in Missouri and Kansas, shouldn't be snowing in October. You can see that in, in, uh, in Minnesota. But anyway, there's that. <sighs> Other than that, how was your weekend? Did you have a good weekend? It was, uh, it was tough to watch some of the protests going on around the country and around the world. Anti-Semitic protests everywhere. And honestly, for the first time in my life, uh, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. We have no time to be afraid. Honestly, we don't have time to be afraid for our country. We should be concerned and we should be uh, pissed off. But uh, as far as being afraid, we don't got time to be afraid. And so the, the positive that I would draw from the last couple of weeks with regard to worldwide events is that uh, particularly in the United States of America, now we know whose asses to kick. That's the positive. Yeah, 
that's the positive because uh, the uh, the angry anti-Semitic uh, not they are astroturf. By the way, I don't explain. I was exactly right when I said this was all astroturf astroturf worldwide. But the uh, the astroturf protests that popped up after a faux bombing of a hospital in Gaza that the left was ready. That was their trigger. That was their trigger. Just like six billion dollars freed up for the Iranians was the trigger for Hamas to go in and do what they did. The uh, Gaza hospital bombing that never happened was the trigger. It's based on a lie. Like so many leftist destructive media uh, uh, events this summer of 2020, for instance, the summer of 2020, it was a lie. It was based on George Floyd's death. We now know, according to a medical examiner in a, in a court case that's going on now, he did not die because he was strangled. He died of a drug OD. He had enough uh, fentanyl in his system to kill him. All right, but it but it somehow managed to create this uh, incredibly insane and stupid movement that was very destructive to the tune of billions of dollars in the United States of America. Twenty nine people killed, one police officer in St. Louis. Uh, a bunch of stupidity, like uh, getting rid of Mrs. Butterworth uh, and Aunt Jemima, you know, and all that stuff. Based on the same thing, based on a lie. This is what the left does; they base things on a lie. And, uh, and honestly, everybody gets it now. This is uh, Jason Whitlock had a great guest on his show this weekend. Listen to this. Me, one of the worst pieces of this entire thing, and I've said this on the show before, is how th- his death went from being about police reform to quickly um, getting Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben's off of cereal and rice. Yeah, cops off of television. Oh, oh, and then they got rid of that little cartoon show about the cops. What the hell was it? That little Rescue Nine. No, what it was. It anyway. Yeah, they got rid of it all. Uh, corporate board divor- diversity, and to me, really the most disgusting of them all was that is when USA Today put out the tweet a year later and said, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, after George Floyd was killed, a bunch of companies, you know, promised to diversify their ranks, mm-hmm. and a year later, those things haven't happened, and the people who've lost out most are black women. So it's, again, women who would have crossed the street and would have never dealt with George Floyd in life are now saying, well, George Floyd died on the streets of Minneapolis, so I deserve a corner office in the C-suite. And I think that, to me, is the height of culture vulturism, if I've ever seen it. Cultural vulturism. That's kind of an interesting uh, expression, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Uh, and it is It is uh, all uh, astroturf. George Soros has funded $15 million in the last seven years to the pro-Hamas groups behind the terror sympathizing protests following the October 7th attack on Israel. I told ya! <clears throat> Duh. They don't just spring up. They aren't uh, organic. They don't just spring up all over the world. They were locked and loaded. They were ready to go. They had their marching orders. They just needed a trigger, even if the trigger was false, because they're used to, you know, using triggers, lying about them, creating an uprising and violence and all of this. And then the media just going, okay, no problem, just like they did with the hospital bombing. Media did the same thing as they did to George Floyd. George Floyd was a good and decent man. George Floyd was just misunderstood. George Floyd was the product of racism. No, George Floyd was a drug-addicted loser from hell. That's what it was. But you know what? You based your movement on, like Trayvon Martin. That was a joke, too. All right? Uh, like Mike Brown in St. Louis. All based on lies. But because the media will carry the lie, <clears throat> they can lie about it. Ad nauseum, and they did, and they did. So, uh, yeah, 
Uh, George Soros uh, grant making network, the Open Society Foundation, distributed thirteen point seven million through Tides Water, a deep pocketed lefty advocacy group that sponsors several nonprofits who justified Hamas bloody attacks. This is why we need to go find George Floyd and we need to arrest him and haul him to the United States for trial. Oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. His funding is not protected speech. His actions and his money have created chaos in our country. He needs to be arrested and brought up on charges. Beneficiaries of the Tides Foundation, including the Adala Justice Project, which posted an image to Instagram of a bulldozer tearing part of Israel's border fence down on the day Hamas terrorists carried out the massacre of 1,400 uh, Israelis. The caption read, Israeli colonizers believe they could indefinitely trap 2 million people in an open-air prison. No cage goes unchallenged. <clears throat> the project, based out of Illinois, advertises being a Palestinian-led advocacy uh, organization based in the U.S. that builds cross-movement coalitions. That is, uh, by the way, some classic uh, academic American gobbledygook. All right, uh, cross-movement coalitions to achieve a collective liberation. What the? What the? What? Our work is rooted in the conviction that drawing the linkages between U.S. policy abroad and representative state practices at home is crucial to shifting the balance of power. Academic gobbledygook, kids. The activist group occupied U.S. Representative Ro Khanna's office October 20th after he refused to sign a resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. <clears throat> Uh, uh, the members of this George uh, Soros-sponsored group also co-sponsored a rally in New York City's Bryant Park that day where hospital, hostile demonstrations spewed anti-Semitic chants and displayed a sign reading, I do not condemn Hamas. Open Society Foundation also awarded $1.5 million to Adela's founding no- nonprofit, Adela. So it's Adela, whatever the hell. Anyway, it's the Legal Center for Arab Minority Rights in Israel, blah, blah, blah. So George Soros is a radical, and he is fomenting violence and uh, the rise of anti-Semitism around the world, even though he's a Jew. I know, it doesn't make any sense, does it? But he's just an evil guy. That's just basically it. Other Soros-backed Hamas sympathizing groups include Jewish Voice for Peace and If Not Now, which were given $650,000 and $400,000 respectively. Both groups were also co-sponsors of the Bryant Park rally, and both had uh, members who were among the insurrectionists occupying the U.S. Capitol on October the 18th. So there you go. Uh, yeah, it just takes a little bit of common sense, a little bit of research, and you realize that this was all a gigantic lie created uh, by a leftist organization to attempt to tear down society and, uh, and foment anti-Semitism. But you want to hear the soundbite of the weekend? I, I thought about getting this out later, but I thought, you know, nah, I'm going to get it out. And the reason being is, We've seen this uh, rise of uh, anti-Semitism, particularly in New York City, with the largest Jewish population outside of Israel. In New York City, and they're literally telling people in parts of New York City, Jews, uh, you really shouldn't go out, which is unacceptable. Unacceptable. At Cornell University, they listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Cornell University students told to avoid the kosher dining hall. Jewish students reportedly afraid to leave their rooms. Uh, when did that become acceptable? Like I said, they now have told us who they are, and now we can start kicking their asses. And I mean it. 
7%. I think we should go to their rallies, and I think we should await, and when they attack us, we have to outnumber them by 10, and we have to send them scurrying for shelter. That's the way it's going to have to be. We didn't do that during the summer of 2020. Because we had too many people on MSNBC and other places saying they're mostly peaceful protests. As they wrecked city after city after city after city and you sat there and you went, damn it, I can't do anything. Well, now, you know what? We can't let this happen again. And I have a funny feeling that most of us are uh, right there, just about done. But this is the soundbite of the weekend. This is a man in New York City. He sees a, a person, uh, not sure if this is a, a radical Islamic person or whatever, but he's tearing down pictures of our hostages being held by Hamas and uh, and others being held by Hamas and and people with they're putting up pictures of people who are missing people have been murdered and people are taking down those pictures and this New York gentleman said you know I'm kind of done with this and confronted him so yeah keep it on why do you rip it off why do you rip it off why do you rip it off put it back now wait till you hear the quintessential New Yorker coming up here this is who we've been missing and I hope this guy is on his way back. Why do you rip it off? Put it back. Coming up. Well, show me what you're holding. So, yeah, keep it on. Now, what are you doing? Do you know where they are right now? Do you have any idea where they are right now? Listen, All right. I'm a veteran. Listen, I'm telling you. All right. Don't rip up any I'm not Jewish. He's not Jewish. I don't know if he is or not. It doesn't fucking matter. Now, this is the quintessential New Yorker Americas have been waiting for. This is in the U.S. That is New York City. You don't have a f***ing right to touch that shit. This is a free country. You can wave your Palestine flag and say death to the Jews or America whenever you want, but we can put up f***ing signs, okay? We, then don't rip that down. You are doing something. You're offending us, motherfucker. Yeah, you are. When you throw that on the floor, you're littering the city. In a minute, I'm going to litter the f***ing floor with you. So move the f*** on. You have proof that not a kidnap? No, so shut the f*** up. Don't that, I know that's what you want. Oh, hey, dying a Come on. Oh, I love this. Just listen to this guy. He's so good. I got to hear it again. Okay? We, then don't rip that down. You are doing something. You're offending us. Yeah, you are. When you throw that on the floor, you're littering the city. In a minute, I'm going to litter the floor with you. In a minute, I'm going to litter the bleeping floor with you. Oh, my God. This is so good. So move the proof that not kidnapped? No. So shut yeah, this is the same uh, New York attitude that brought us back after 9-11, and I'm glad to see it. I am really glad to see this. And I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about defense. I'm talking about defending what is right and defending the Jewish people against what is their darkest days. And we will do this. i got to tell you, that just made my weekend. It really did. But I've got a lot of stuff uh, from American campuses around the country. Uh, oh, Mike Pence dropped out of the presidential race. I know, I know. I'm as surprised as you are. My God, what a waste of money. Anyway, all of that is coming up on the show as well as your phone calls here, guys. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is in the U.S. That is New York City. You don't have a right to touch that This is a free country. You can wave your Palestine flag and say death to the Jews or America whenever you want, but we can put up Okay? We, then don't rip that down. You are doing something. You're fat. Like channeling De Niro. Yeah, you are. When you throw that on the floor, you're littering the city. In a minute, I'm going to litter the floor with you. You have the proof? So move the proof. 
they're not kidnapped. That is a New Yorker uh, going to a Hamas backer, presumably tearing down pictures of American hostages on uh, on light posts in the city. And this New Yorker said, I've had enough of your crap. My brothers and sisters, my Jewish brothers and sisters are hiding in fear in New York City. And if you touch another sign, you're going to get a beat down. Yeah, there you go. That's what I kind of think America needs right now. America needs a defensive beatdown. And if people uh, try this crap, try to silence your speech, try to commit an act of violence, uh, then we need to uh, hold them to task. I'll just leave it at that. Because honestly, we can't go through another uh, summer of 2020, and I'm not going to see it happen. How about you? How about you? Are we about done with this crap? I think we're about done with this crap because this is America this weekend. New video overnight showing pro-Palestinian activists making their way to Wall Street with angry chants against Israel. Uptown, more demonstrators this week seen banging on windows and doors at Cooper Union College while the Jewish students were locked inside the library. It's time for the children to get a much-awaited spanking. And that means uh, ejection from school, uh, blacklisting in jobs uh, markets, and if you are here as a student on a student visa and participate in a pro-Hamas, anti-Israel uh, 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 movement or march <clears throat> or uh, act, uh, you get sent back home where you can complete your studies in hell. And yet another shocking video shining a light on the disturbing rise of anti-Semitism on college campuses. Take a look at this demonstration near Tulane University in New Orleans turning violent after a masked pro-Palestinian protester tries to burn an Israeli flag. Yeah. Joining us now is the man who filmed that video, Tulane student Ryan Zamos. Tulane University um, allowed for a pro-Palestinian protest to occur, um, and they did not take the preventative measures that were necessary, such as shutting down the street. Um, so the car, as you see on the screen, drove by four times previously, and it was on the fifth time that they attempted to burn the flag um, yeah. before students attempted to grab the flag, before, as you see, pro-Palestinian protesters come in and assault uh, numerous students. Well, thank God our, our uh, DHS and our FBI are going after the people who are really dangerous. Dangerous. You know, the white supremacist, anti-fascist, uh, pro uh, MAGA fascists, I should say, MAGA fascists, oh, and Catholic uh, people who go to uh, mass in Latin. Thank God that our DHS, FBI, intelligence apparatus went after those people while they let anti-Semitism rise in this country. Let's go to Tariq in Ellicott City. Hello there, Tariq. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Hi, yeah. I, uh, I've been watching a tremendous amount of uh, video footage from that uh, massacre in, uh, in Israel, and uh, several thoughts came to me. Uh, I didn't see a lot of churchgoers running around with rifles uh, shooting the Israelis. Yeah. Um, but I believe I did see some churchgoers in the Tulane University event and the Cornell University event, and the Cooper Union event. Um, and to churchgoers, I would like to share an insight. Which church are you talking about, Tariq? Which church are you talking about? Uh, just churchgoers generally, Christians. Okay, go ahead. That's fine. If you hate Jews, you hate Jesus. Yeah. Have you like that one? 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, it makes sense, of course. Uh, I think that uh, the left hates both Jews and Jesus. I think the left hates Christianity and civility and civilization, by the way. So a little bit of that going on. Now, I know, I know the left is very concerned about something that I didn't hear of until a few years ago called microaggression. Now, is it, a, it, is it an example of microaggression to go into a community and kill everybody? Is that a microaggression? I would call that a macroaggression, Macroaggression, okay. Yeah, it's and, a macroaggression. And also yeah. the left is concerned about ethnic cleansing. Now, it occurred to me that if you go into a uh, community and you shoot everybody and you take away captives and by the time you're finished, everybody's gone, that looks to me like ethnic cleansing. You're right, Tariq. Listen, i got to run, bro. I appreciate the uh, phone call. And uh, we all knew, or I knew anyway, and then you guys knew that this was AstroTurf, all of this stuff going on around the world. But the positive is they've exposed their flank, and now we can kick it. How's that sound? Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Today's podcast sponsored by NutriSense. That was the sound of a NutriSense biosensor. It's a small device that you put on the back of your arm that then provides real-time feedback on how your body responds to the foods that you're eating, your exercise, stress, and even your sleep. With NutriSense, you just take a photo of your meal, adjust for portion size, and NutriSense does the rest. NutriSense helps you track your data, see your glucose trends, and understand your macronutrient breakdown for each meal. You also get an overall glucose score for each meal based on your body's response. You'll be matched with a board-certified nutritionist who will review your data and answer all your questions. Plus, they give you a personalized nutrition plan so you can achieve your goals. You should try NutriSense today. It will open your eyes in profound ways to how your food, exercise, and lifestyle choices are affecting you. What's more, it empowers you with a real-time feedback loop showing the consequences of your food and lifestyle choices. It is a powerful tool for understanding your body and affecting positive change in your life. You can get all of this today. NutriSense has a special offer for our listeners. Visit NutriSense.com Carson. Use code CARSON to start decoding your body's messages and pave the way for a healthier life. Be sure to tell them you learned about NutriSense on the Rob Carson podcast. That's NutriSense.com slash Carson to save 30% off your first month, plus get a month of board-certified nutritionist support. Nearly 80 people shot over the weekend, 11 dead in America. Yeah, there you go. But, of course, none of these matter because they weren't uh, some crazed lunatic using a gun that the government doesn't want you to have. That's the thing right there, yeah. And then also there are a whole lot of black people, so the government, the Democrat Party doesn't give a crap about them either. Just all you should know. Indianapolis chaos erupted. A large gathering resulted in one woman's death, various injuries to eight other individuals between 16 and 22. 100 partygoers caught amidst the gunfire. What a party. Wow, what a party. Uh, let's see. Tampa. Tampa dispute occurring in the early hours. Uh, the Halloween festival, and uh, 20 people shot, uh, two of whom, age 14 and 22, died. But, of course, Kamala Harris didn't give a crap about that because, again, it doesn't involve a gun that the government doesn't want you to have to defend yourself. 
22-year-old Tyrell Stephen Smith charged him uh, with second-degree murder firearm following an incident. A Halloween party in Chicago's North Lawndale neighborhood turned violent, injuring 15 attendees, two victims, 26 and 48, in critical condition. The Halloween weekend has historically been marred by violence. In 2022, there were nine mass shootings nationwide during that period, resulting in 10 deaths and 43 injuries. And like so many things in the Biden administration, hey, they even did better than last year. Good job, Joe. Good job, Joe and Democrats. You guys are awesome. Let's go to Buster in Santa Cruz. Hello there, Buster. How you doing today? And I don't know if he's there or not. So what? He's not there or not, Brian? He's gone. He's gone. Thank you, Brian. I need to be able to hear it because when I'm producer, this goes big. I don't understand it. Uh, and my mind doesn't move that quickly. Um, this is uh, pretty interesting. And I've been playing what was going on uh, with regard to uh, the entire uh, country and these, uh, what I would call, absolutely astroturf protests around the country that happened. They were triggered on uh, October the 8th or maybe 9th when supposedly a hospital was bombed in uh, Gaza by Israel. It was proven to be a lie. Our, our mainstream media literally literally ripped and read Hamas talking points, and it resulted in this. That's at, uh, in Florida. I believe that is at uh, Florida University. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a New York City pro, pro-Palestine rally. Pro-Palestine rally. There are a bunch of people uh, arrested at the new Central Station there, Grand Central Station. satellite group. Well, there you go. If she's talking Palestine will be one again and Korea will be one again. Presumably, she's on the side of the North Korean. This is Jonathan Greenblatt of the Anti-Defamation League talking about what's going on in this country and uh, how, well, I just say you and me and other patriotic Americans need to uh, beat down anti-Semitism's rear end. There wasn't an unusual spurt of anti-Semitism, but as soon as the fighting started, Mm -hmm. as soon as the sun rose on Saturday morning, we saw hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages surge on Telegram specifically in these different semi-public chat rooms that they have. Bought and paid for. We've seen waves of anti-Semitism on Twitter slash X, on Instagram, on TikTok, ugly, horrible videos. But look, how the much real, of it do you think is organized? How much of it do you think is? It's most definitely organized. Duh. So, and I think we should think about this. This is sort of the TikTok war because we saw these people, and I'm not going to. Gl- and who's behind TikTok? Oh, yeah, China. Glorify them as fighters. I'm not going to dignify them as militants. They're barbarians yeah. who came sure. in and literally executed elderly people, who kidnapped children, who raped and brutalized and murdered women. And I say this, we know this because they videoed it. They recorded it on cell phones. Yeah, there you go. And uh, we have the evidence, and now we can find them. Pro-Palestinian and Jewish protesters are arrested in New York City. Hundreds stormed Grand Central Station to demand a ceasefire. You know why? Because Israel's going to destroy Hamas. And that's what the left is fighting against. Israel doesn't give a crap. I said last week, Israel's going to close the bedroom door, 
and uh, and get it done. And I bring that up because I know, uh, well, I'll just say my, my wife, her sister when she was a teenager was uh, very violent, went through this phase. I don't know what the deal was. But one day dad just said, I'm done. Uh, took her in, uh, went into her bedroom, shut the door. And uh, there was a little commotion. And then after it happened, it was just whimpering. And she uh, immediately became a better person. That's what I think we need to do. That's what I think that Israel has to do to Hamas. You need to close the door, get things done. We'll just go into the living room, have some coffee, or chill out, maybe watch some television or whatever. You get what you need to be done, Israel. Get her done. And then we'll go after these protesters in New York City, terrorizing people, and these idiot children on college campuses doing the same thing. The same thing. This is uh, Tim Scott. He's a presidential candidate. He won't be the president this time around, but maybe in the future, here he is talking about what we need to do. Let this echo across every college campus in America. A federal subsidy for your education is not a right. It's a privilege. Mm -hmm. A visa so foreign students can study here is not a right. It's a privilege. Yep. Do you want to know what a right is? What's that? The right of Jewish Americans to walk down the street in safety. That's a right. Yeah, that's true. Pursue happiness. Do, do, do you want to know what a right is? The right of Jewish students to study in their own college library without being suggested that you hide in an attic. That's a right. Yeah, yeah. Hide in the attic. It was very similar to what happened to Cooper University, the library where the students had to go in there and shut the door. And they heard the muffled cries of the pro-Hamas protesters pounding on the door outside. Unacceptable. All you kids need to be removed. You're done. You're done. You're finished. There's a limit to freedom of speech. There is a limit to all of this. And when you do that, you're done. College campuses of the United States have experienced an alarming rise in anti-Semitic incidents as pro-Palestinian protests demonstrate against Israel over its response to Hamas' unprecedented terror attack. 10-7 is 9-11. Secure Community Network has logged 94 incidents on college campuses, 15% of the 614 incidents it has logged across the country this month. October 2023 is on track to register more anti-Semitic incidents than any month ever recorded since the group's founding in 2004. SCN CEO Michael Masters says this incident, uh, the, the rise in incidents on college campuses exposes the utterly insufficient response by a disturbing number of educational institutions in response to vocal support for foreign terror groups and rank anti-Semitism. This has been going on for years. Uh, Harvard suddenly making a minor policy change isn't going to stop Harvard from being defunded. And I would encourage you, particularly Jewish alumni from universities that are allowing this nonsense, no more money to them. You don't owe them anything. You got an education there. You paid for education. You don't owe them a damn stinking thing. And if they decide they're going to preach anti-Semitism, then they can go straight to bankruptcy as far as I'm concerned. Universities can go out of business like everybody else can go out of business. And if you're going to espouse this nonsense and not teach kids how to survive, how to make a living in this world, how to be good citizens, although parents should have the lion's share of that, then you should be driven out of existence. Now, I hear that Buster is back. Buster, welcome to the show. What's on your mind today, bro? 
Hey, brother, thank you. Rob, you are so on the money, man. And what you said is beautiful. It it is time. We've got to protect our Jewish brothers and sisters and the Christians. And this is the United States. This is totally unacceptable. And the beauty of it is you nailed it. Evil has shown its face. And now we can kick its ass. Yes. Now we can kick some ass. <laughs> now, real quick. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Rob, one more thing. I'll be honest with you. I'm 72. I'm supposed to be in my golden years. I would never thought I was going to go out and start kicking some radical Muslim punk ass. But I'm ready. I'm in shape. <laughs> I work out every day. I'm practicing my Tai Chi. Tai Chi is cool. You don't really have to hurt somebody bad. I just slap their little asses around. Something their daddies didn't do. And another thing, you just start deporting these punks right now. They don't deserve to be in our school. Now, That's right. Now, picture real quick. I'm concerned. Now, we could not let Iran have a nuke. No way. So we, we got a bone to pick with Iran, and I am ready to kick them out, brother. No, we need we need some surgical strikes is what we need in Iran, and I'm not kidding either. We need some surgical strikes. Unfortunately, we have an idiot in the White House who is mentally infirmed and not a friend of our country. So if you think that Iran's going to get their butts handed to them right now, it ain't going to happen, unfortunately. But it has to happen. It will have to happen before they get a nuke. We're going to have to uh, take the mullah the mullahs out that Jimmy Carter installed 44 years ago. Uh, Buster, thanks for the phone call. Do appreciate it. I think we need a little bit of this right here. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. Send a moss to paradise, put up a parking lot. Pew, pew, pew. Boom. Carpet bomb them, let's give it all we got. You're pro-war. Well, you started it. A moss, they need to go. And we'll all be better off when they're gone. Send them to paradise, put up a parking lot. Dumb Joe Biden, he wants a hundred mil. And he's not gonna get it. For the same thugs that behead and kill. Oh, sleepy Joe. Oh. A monster helping out with this cash. Time to resign. A true leader you are not. Impeach. Impeach. Send them to paradise. Put up a parking lot. Bomb Hamas and put up a parking lot. This is uh, Cornell University, which is kind of an epicenter of this anti-Semitism. Quote, watch out, Jews. Jihad is coming. FBI is investigating Cornell University's messaging board after vile anti-Semitic against students. Cornell President Martha Pollack, who's allowed anti-Semitism to grow on her campus like every other buffoon in higher education since 9-11, wrote a letter to students where she announced she's contacted the FBI about a potential hate crime. Threatening messages with the headlines, eliminate Jewish living from Cornell campus, or Israel deserved 10-7 were made against a Jewish living center. The school has been anti- has seen anti-Semitic gra- graffiti on its walls, and a professor forced to take absence of leave after calling the attacks exhilarating and energizing. Yeah. 
So what you do is you find the people who did this and you expel them from the university. If there is a professor involved, the professor loses tenure and gets fired from the university. That's the way it goes. Beverly Hills police investigating a hate crime after anti-Semitic messages were spray-painted on a Holocaust survivor's apartment building in the wake of the terror attack. Now, this uh, this uh, person, the anti-Semitic graffiti was discovered uh, outside the Bedford Manor apartment building in Beverly Hills. Kiara Firestone is the manager of the building, said it's terribly emotional and frightening to know that this is happening in my own home, literally my own home. Firestone lives in the building with her 99-year-old mother, Renee Firestone, who survived the Holocaust and moved to the U.S. in 1948. Firestone's grandmother died in Auschwitz after being sent to the gas chambers. Fury on, the, fury on the streets of New York. Pro-Palestine protesters storm Union Square, climb on George Washington statue, chanting long live Hamas after shutting down the Brooklyn Bridge and plastering stickers over Starbucks saying Zionists are terrorists. They put stuff on the windows of uh, businesses in New York. I guess the only thing they, they missed was maybe making him into a, I don't know, a yellow star of David. They put signs up on Starbucks that said Zionists are terrorists. Exactly. Like a yellow star of David being placed on a business when Adolf Hitler was rising to power. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what it is. And I've never said this before on the radio. I've never felt like this before, what's happening in the country. But this has to stop. This has to stop. We have a limit on free speech, and free speech that would, say, eliminate a people from the planet ain't free speech. Donald Trump sounded off on it. I'll play that next. Also, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis did, too. That's on the way, and your phone calls, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. New York's... City's Cooper Union College met with a fierce backlash after Jewish students were apparently barricaded in the library to shield them from pro-Palestinian protesters. Remember, I played that soundbite last week of the kids inside and the muffled uh, screams of people outside bounding on the doors, and I was reminded of Nazi Germany, and, and you should be. There are a lot of ignorant students who uh, are very ignorant of history, obviously not being taught history, who would do something like this, but this isn't going to shield them from them being punished and removed from academia. That's what I think. Two dozen students chanted and pounded on the library doors uh, at an estimated 11 Jewish students and others as they waited inside. New York Police Department said plainclothes officers were on the scene in the protest last week and that the Jewish students were never in danger. Oh, they were never in danger. No. At least not right now. Yeah. Student named Gila said, I, it was tense. People were nervous. Cooper Union President Laura Sparks, they've asked her to step down for the students' protesters to face consequences. Uh, Ina Vernikov, a New York City council member, held a mock resignation letter at a press conference and an empty box for Ms. Sparks to pack her stuff. And, they, and she should. She should be done. She should be done. Jews locked in the library. Yeah, I'm appalled to see the mob trying to get Jews locked in a library. Administrators must take responsibility and ensure this never happens again. Never happens again. Uh, this is Donald Trump. 
This is the guy who I wish was president, should be the president right now, for a myriad of reasons, including the FBI and the and the uh, DHS being involved in the last election, covering up Hunter Biden's laptop and other things. But uh, anyway, here is uh, Donald Trump, the man who will be president. Yeah, I know, I said it, uh, talking about this. When we return to the White House, we, not me, we're going to return, all of us together. We're going to return, and that's why I love that you're working on caucus with us. We'll terminate the visas of all of Hamas sympathizers, and we'll get them off our college campuses, out of our cities, and get them the hell out of our country, if that's okay with you. I kind of like that. Yeah. Because if you don't love america we really don't want you and we're not going to let you come to america yeah you keep your uh, s-hole country crap over there let's go to ann in parkville hello there ann welcome to the rob carson show you got about a minute thank you um i my comment is something that nobody is talking about as far as this um israel and um the the, the whole warfare thing yes yes nobody is dealing with the fact that thousands of years ago, God himself spelled out the borders of Israel. It's in the Bible in Ezekiel 47, verses 13 to 21. And he spells it out, east side border, west side border, south side border, north side border. And it's, it's in perpetuity. It's forever to belong to Israel. And nobody mm-hmm. wants to talk about that. No, nobody wants to talk about it because the people we're dealing with don't believe in the Bible. That's one thing, Anne. Uh, Second of all, they don't care, uh, and they are morally and intellectually bankrupt. And this has all been nonsense. It's all responded because Israel is a uh, a light in the desert compared to the hell holes that exist around her. Israel, I've always liked to say, is a uh, basically a geographic uh, fingernail clipping when you look at the size of the area and the enemies that surround it. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, if you are going to be anti-Israel and pro-Hamas, you are on the wrong side of history and you're going to get stomped. Let's take a break and come back. And I appreciate it. This is the Rob Carson Show. Folks, it's happening. Newsmax Plus is here. Millions watch Newsmax for the best on cable news. Now, Newsmax is expanding with Newsmax Plus. It includes all of Newsmax's shows, Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly, Eric Bowling, and a lot more. They're all on Newsmax Plus. And you get incredible analysis from Mike Huckabee, Dick Morris, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, and many others. No one covers President Trump like Newsmax. No one in the press asks the tough questions about Joe Biden like Newsmax. Newsmax Plus is fighting for you. So take a free test drive with Newsmax Plus. Just go online to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Sign up for a free trial. It takes just minutes. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com and get the special code and you can watch Newsmax Plus on our free app on your smartphone or on your home TV set. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. You should too. Do it today.